0: new and old and welcome to the powwow podcast we are your hosts philip and david and uh yeah it's been a it's been a fun week man honestly this this entire week has been has been a lot of fun uh i'm looking forward much to this episode uh the rest of it it's going to be wedding themed of, of of a sort so i guess uh, i guess we have that to look forward to david uh, any highlights for your week any highlights that ha- that happened for you this week
1: oh man Uh, this week highlight, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's hard to find now I've, I've sort of gotten into a a rhythm. So I guess that's kind of, that's kind of nice. Um, I, I getting less sleep, but I, I'm, I'm enjoying the, the, the regularity that I've missed for two years now. So yeah, it's been good.
0: You know what? This week I went unshaven. I did not shave for an entire week and I had a pretty fair amount of stubble that I shaved immediately before you could set your and eyes upon it
1: you yeah you didn't show it to me
0: i i didn't that is
1: that is shameful
0: yeah i didn't after
1: all that we've talked about on this very <laughs> podcast
0: you know what it was is honestly if we're being technical and pulling back the curtain a little bit uh we have we have to record a video part a segment of this uh later on down the line and i i i felt it unprofessional david to to show you mm. go take a shower you know, I, I and then go and uh, and shave everything mid mid episode. That just seemed unprofessional, and so in the interest of laziness, which I am all for, I'm the king of it. I said, let's just shave now and get it all over with. And you know what? I'm still I'm still happy with the result. Look at this sexy beast looking back at you. My God, you are so welcome. Welcome back to another segment of Pow Wow. Of course, this is where we usually incorporate the, the entirety of the theme within our show. And as you may have heard earlier, we are going to be discussing weddings and and the like. But it's, it's with a certain flair to it. It's with a specific person, actually, David. Uh, I have a close friend who has recently, in pandemic times, become officiated she's an she's an officiator to become an officiant yeah yeah an yeah. officiant yes uh, she has recently gained her license i believe i believe and she'll correct me if i'm wrong i believe that she has officiated like three to four weddings uh especially again remember in quarantine time so they're not like huge huge or anything i believe but she has uh, officiated three to four in her time and we welcome to the show julia jones avid listener as well welcome julia
2: hello hello
0: hello pull up a log pull up a marshmallow and, and here we go <laughs> welcome uh, thank
2: you for having me
0: of course thank you for coming on uh I, you know julia correct was, was i right three to fourth somewhere in there or are you at like five now
2: two officially uh one backup i was a backup efficient <laughs> okay nice <laughs> for a friend nice you know in case maid of honor wasn't enough
1: of course what is that what is that is that like you Sit sit on the bench, and uh, if you if the coach wants you in, then you. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: man, put me in, coach. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> she had an uncle who may or may not make it. So um, so he showed up. Ugh, so. Oh nice. Yeah, so, sideline for gotcha. <laughs> sideline for that one.
0: And you know what's funny? What what we really connect to on this, uh, in this particular episode is that David actually has a really close. Uh, he he is aiming to be right, David.
1: You're aiming to be an officiant. Well, so my sister, my sister's actually already married. Technically, they got married in court, and okay. uh, but when they do their fun wedding, uh, they want me to officiate. So I don't actually have to to get certified or, or right uh, background a checked lot less or pressure or anything like that. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like everyone because I'm an actor, everyone expects me to to put on like a show. And I I don't know, I, I do feel I do feel some pressure there.
0: Yeah, so you need to go up there, you need to boogie oogie, and because you have everything memorized, you need to show a little pizzazz. You need to have yeah, some I glitter mean, up I think your
1: think People are expecting me to do like a do like a stand up routine or something, <laughs> which is not my forte at all. Uh, Julia, I, I I have a question. Could you marry Phil and I right now?
2: Um oh over over a phone call. I don't I haven't uh, wait, tried no, it. No, we need but... you need witnesses, don't you? <laughs> we need witnesses. Um, we need an exchanging oh. of rings and vows. But vows are the easy part here.
0: Yeah, vows <laughs> vows, me and me and Hoffman got that uh in, in spades. But uh rings. Rings. David, what would what kind of ring would you get me?
1: Um a doorbell
0: oh, ring. No, very, very fun, very oh. fun.
2: Very yeah. clever. La cucaracha?
0: Let's see, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Uh yes, so uh, Julia, Julia, we we are going to be talking about. We're going to probably explore weddings and marriage and marriage, as everybody marriage. loves marriage. Uh, going marriage forward, is but to do it. you have like what are your themes? And and as an officiant, I think that this is probably something that is very important to a lot of people. What is your role as an officiant? It, are do people do you th- do you find yourself? being in the background and in the fold of a lot of weddings do you like to be oh you know who was a great officiant julia jones she was a, a great officiant and i'm so glad that she was there or is a successful marriage for you when they're like the wedding was absolutely beautiful and they make no mention of you
2: um i would say that you're probably like the ring master <laughs> no pun intended um of the ceremony you kind of control that space um, because you're the one who tells the crowd to rise when the bride is coming in. You ask them to silence their cell phones. Um, and you get to ultimately pronounce them man and wife at the end, which is awesome. Um, and then I think the only um, duty that no one really talks about is afterwards you have to turn in their certificate to um, the official state offices, which right now they're just having everybody mail in because of uh, right, right. because of COVID. But um, yeah, it's actually pretty easy. I get paid to... Kind of read a script i wrote for them and uh just kind of romance the room now have and, you
1: and do you do go. you write the script uh individually for each couple or is it or do, do you use a lot of the same stuff for each each ceremony
2: so what i found is when i started i was really intimidated by it um i the service that i um, got ordained by online for free so don't worry about that portion it's really easy um, they offered some books in how to write your ceremony. Um, and so I went through and I kind of got ideas of what I liked. Um, and I spiced up the areas with my own little flair that, um, I wanted to put in there. Um, but when it came to doing a second ceremony, I found that some chunks were able to transfer and other ones we wanted to make more personal for the couple. Um, yeah. And so I kind of, what I would do is I would choose a word that I. felt fit the couple really well Um, for the first couple it was soulmates they had a real kind of space theme going on Um, on one of their first few dates they actually got tattoos together and they were going to choose each other's and Ah. they both chose space tattoos and it was really cute um, the second couple, they just kind of were friends that fell into it, and it for them it was just effortless. Um, and so I kind of choose a word, and I base their ceremony around this word. Um, and if they're fun and like to joke, then you know, <laughs> then feel free to have fun and joke. But some couples are very serious. Marriage is very serious.
0: Yeah, uh, which leads us into a perfect segue here, David. What is your idea of a perfect of a perfect wedding? For you not not we're not talking technical but like what if you're if somebody were to say Hoffman you get to plan out this wedding are there certain aspects that you look for are there certain venues that you have in mind is there anything maybe you're just yeah. you're, your perfect yeah, wedding is one that you lot. don't do
1: now I don't want to mislead our listeners because I'm not the kind of guy who's been planning his wedding since he, he was <laughs> four years old. Um, but but I have I have given it some thought. Um, I I mean, I, I have to get married near the coast, I think. Like I, can, I, I have to live near the coast. I can't the idea of being inland depresses me. Um, <laughs> I, the, something coastal where I can the beach can be integrated somehow into the the wedding weekend. Um, I, I don't like when there's like eight bridesmaids and eight groomsmen. I find that to there's just too many people, right? So I think like right. four or five is mm. the magic number, maybe four. And like 100, hundred, two hundred guests, again, no thanks. I think I think like sixty is like the absolute max in my mind. All right, all right. And I mean I would love to get married on a on a cliff or on top of a, of a volcano or yeah, somewhere somewhere just nature and, and awesome, but obviously I'm not a millionaire, so
0: And Julia, I would be surprised given the the, how do I put this? The organizational uh, sycophant that you are. You are one <laughs> of the most organized people I know. I would be surprised if you don't this. have a few details of your wedding already set out.
2: Oh, man. Well, I was going to say he nailed the guest count because the experts usually say around like 50 to 80 is a good party. Oh, wow. Um, Any more than that, you need more bathrooms and more tables. And um, I've actually, if I can't be a performer, I would love to be a wedding planner, um, which is why I've done a little studying. But um, my things that I am, once again, no pun intended, married to things that I want to happen I've always kind of had this idea of walking down the aisle to the Phantom of the Opera. I thought that would be dramatic. I thought wow. it would you know, be the kind of grand it's, entrance. It, sh- it
0: should be noted that what are you going to school for, Julia?
2: Oh, I'm just, you know, a theater major.
0: Yeah, so, so <laughs> drama is a, is a bit in your blood. It's the of name of the
2: game. Um, and then I've had thoughts about um, I would love maybe a choreographed dance. That seems like it's gonna start slow. Oh, and like office mode. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that sneaks into something uh, choreographed and fun. And then maybe, so I have like beginning, middle, end planned, right? (laughs) The end, I would love to exit to the song Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now, very 80s. Um, And I don't know, I'm like torn, either hot air balloon or like horseback. Exit? I don't know. Maybe that's crazy. Yeah. Exit. Oh my God.
1: I have a story. My my parents, uh, for their honeymoon, my parents had the most insane honeymoon ever. They 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 went skiing in the Alps, but they also did this thing. They went, they did split it. They did Africa and they did the Alps, but they did this um, uh, hot air balloon ride uh, ride of sorts through the Serengeti, and they they like bring the the balloon down like right over the animals. And Whoa. they were all migrating, oh, wow. yeah. And you're like you're like maybe like thirty feet above the ground. I'm putting in feet for you Americans, uh, above the ground. <laughs> and the animals have no instincts to look up, so they don't even know you're there. And I've heard the story, and it's just the most like I'm just wow. envious. You're so, so envious, much. I yeah. would Love to do that, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. For for my wedding, I've got only like three details planned out because for the rest i honestly don't care you can put me in a in a pink tuxedo for all i care because I, I i don't care about certain things i realize realized that some things are far more important i'm pretty easygoing when it comes to a lot but there are three things and you both know me well so you know that i'm pretty adamant whenever i am adamant about something oh yes um <laughs> i'm adam i'm adamant about one it's gotta be fast. I am not here for the Catholic wedding where it's long oh, drawn out <laughs> and God, you know you start out in the morning for brunch and then by the end you, you have hit dessert of the dinner portion. I'm, I'm I'm serious like vows and the officiant the perfect officiant for me would say oh, do you guys want to take each other as man and wife? Good. Go. Go to the go have fun. That, Get out of here. That's that's it. You
1: crazy kid.
2: I, otherwise
0: yeah. you're just being selfish.
1: Generally, <laughs> generally um, non-religious ceremonies are like 20 minutes at yeah. the ceremony itself last week. Yeah, lasts, like, exactly. 20, yeah, mine are quick. Yeah,
0: in and out. I mean, I that just... Yeah. In,
1: I've been to a Catholic wedding that was like... It was like two hours in the church. It was terrible. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> and then I want to have say at least on one item menu. It may not go with anything else that, that the entire thing... Done, but I need at least one with which to... I don't care if you want a whole festive boutique of chicken and parsley mm. and all this stuff. I just want one item menu macaroni and cheese i know i don't eat cheese anymore <laughs> but i will on oh that day and we'll i will indulge. yes i will have a delicious honeymoon <laughs> yeah, so inside your, the inside the bathroom for the rest of the night
1: on your oh, on yes. your wedding day you are going to be shitting your pants
0: oh yeah and with all,
1: on, more importantly on your wedding night, you're going to be shitting. Oh your yeah.
0: Well, well. Keep in mind that I will be dancing. I will be a part of the festivities, and too, I will be enjoying myself during the mm. during the after mm-hmm. party. So it will all be transversing down. You'll probably hear a gurgle if you're next to me on the dance floor, but I will oh, ignore no. it. And I will be wearing brown pants of some kind, if if the wife knows what's good <laughs> just for her, in case. just in case, as an emergency <laughs> shoot. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's all. That's all I care oh, dear. about.
2: So.
1: Phil, I thought you didn't want to get married.
0: Well, that's that's problem number 1, right? Is that <laughs> is that uh, God,
2: so someone's trapped you, step 1.
0: Yeah, step 1. So somebody's somebody's abducted Late. me and we're we're in Spain and I'm being forced to be with them for a year as as their sex slave. To
1: all the to all the ladies out there, the challenge has been laid. Can you can you convince Phil otherwise?
0: Yeah, I think I, I, if I had to I'm I'm not against marriage it's just the the boundaries upon which we would have to do so i mean this is again this is getting very personal but um the boundaries upon which we would have to overcome in order for me to become married would be would be pretty pretty high like i i mm. think for me marriage is very it's just it's i I'm very. I, th- I think I'm one of those people that can't really commit to things unless unless it's uh, I see where the end commitment is, or or I, if I can have a somewhat easy exit point. That's where I am with commitment. So therefore, marriage by definition sort of unappeals to me. Um, but I'm not against it. What,
1: what about what about for tax reasons?
0: Um, <laughs> you know what I will say. Classic. Yes. Yes. In all this. In all this, I there are logical. Fundamental reasons why I could get married. I offered. I mean, in all, yeah. if we're being open and honest here on the podcast, I actually offered to marry you uh, in order to keep you here. You, you un- did under you visa. Did. Uh, wow. So I yeah. and, and that was a genuine offer, by the way. I, I very much. But I very.
1: I, mu- IRS, if you're if you're listening, I uh, I turned it down. <laughs> he declined. <'cause> I wanted, <laughs> he did decline I wanted to be an honest and yeah. legal you know what's funny country. about that
0: though is that if i mean what is that marriage because i'm not offering everybody to be married to me it is a it is an offering of love that is a love offering of being like hey that would still be yeah. a marriage of love even though it's not in the true sense of whatever it is they, but let whatever. me
1: just going a little off topic the, the 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 immigration u.s immigration will will find any reason to say no but anyway okay i have a question for you julia yes and this mm-hmm. may i don't know if this really counts as controversial we did bring up catholic weddings um generally and uh, given that you're not a a priest or a uh, pastor and thus I mean I don't really I don't know you Julia this is the first time we've spoken so are you a priest or a pastor I don't think so.
2: Oh no. No no no.
1: No yeah. So I'm guessing Goodness, that most the first of couple your... I married is
2: actually gay and trans. So boom. Oh, shaka nice.
1: Um what so Given that you're not uh, you're not part of any religious institution, I'm guessing the most most of your clients, uh, if I can call them clients, uh, w- wouldn't w- would not be necessarily religious, or at least their wedding wouldn't be religious. Uh, do you ha- do you ha- are you expected to incorporate any religion that that the the couple does have into the ceremony, or do you just leave that entirely out of it?
2: I like to interview them before anything happens, uh, before I even write a ceremony. Um, That way, you know, once again we can find our word, Um, I can ask them about traditions that they might want at their wedding, uh, because there's a lot of cute ones, there's pouring sand and wine and whatever. Um, But I can also ask them that, are are we a religious couple, are are we incorporating incorporating any texts or readings or poems or um, that kind of thing. Um, that way, you know, I know what's going on and they can get what they want, um, out of their ceremony. Nice. But I will do, I would, I would be willing to try other religions. Yeah. I would look it up.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, so depending on what it asked of you, you're not necessarily above, I don't know, doing a, a Buddhist wedding. I don't know how they specify their own weddings. You're not above maybe doing a Swedish wedding where there's like a, a Viking horn or, or, oh, or man. anything else, you know?
2: Yeah, I, as long as I'm finding a way to do it respectfully and not look like I'm right. mocking the culture.
0: <laughs> right, you're just like, everybody, everybody, right. I am not of this culture. But I, out of respect and the wishes of the two, I am going to wear this H- Viking helmet and be called Helga henceforth. If you find me out in the dance floor, <laughs> just call me Helga.
2: Oh, goodness. I imagine that. You know, unless we're close friends, they would get somebody from their culture um, to do their wedding.
1: Julia, probably. Yeah, it's, I, I go ahead. David. I've always wanted to go since since uh, since seeing my big fat Greek wedding, I've always wanted to go. Th- there's like three main weddings, uh, a Greek wedding, an Italian mm-hmm. wedding, which is funny because I have a lot of Italian family, but I've never been to an Italian wedding and and a Jewish wedding. I feel like the J- Jewish weddings are, are the those are, those are underrated
0: all. on the power rankings of, of weddings. Yeah. They they right. are pretty fun. I mean you, you get in a chair over there, you smash some glass. I'm not I'm not entirely sure of all what they do over there. But from what I've seen, it's it's quite fun. It's a party. It's a if, group.
1: If the movies are, are to be believed, then like their people are lifting people and like there's just the dancing is constant. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now I have about
1: definitely <laughs> on the bucket list. <laughs>
0: I have a fun outside question. Well, it still relates, but so uh, this hasn't obviously happened to you, Julia, but I'm sure that it will, uh, and maybe both of you can comment on this, since none of us have experienced it, I imagine. But so there's the idea of polygamy, where people will marry multiple people. If this happens, Julia, and you're you're to officiate, oh, what would that be? the The second marriage of either two uh, two married people incorporating a third or maybe it's oh. one person within the married couple who just wants to marry another person how would you how would you incorporate that yourself would you have do, do we think that the let's let's go first that the two that the two are already there because because right now we have the perfect we're like the michael jordan right here we have the triangle offense where the officiants in between the two standing opposite but if there's three there we have four do we have to do like like one of those hamilton cameras where somebody like a cameraman's in the middle and just slowly rotating to everybody in the four four dimensions and you guys create the the fifth element of love together what is that what does that look like julia
2: oh that'd be kind of (laughs) hard I mean, obviously, we can't legally marry uh, four people, but it's fun to do a ceremony. So that way, I think we could actually get creative with it. Um, I might suggest doing like a group vow, maybe like a repeat after me kind of situation. Um, and One be hop like, this do time. You, do you all take <laughs> each other? And they all say, I do. Uh,
1: <laughs> we, we, we do. I don't
2: know. Unless they all really adamantly want to be I, separate. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I think that I think that you have to do it. You can't do it at the front of a, you know, with an aisle and, and there's a front. I think you have to have a circular wedding, like where everyone sits around and the, the mm-hmm. three people or three, three plus people and the, the officiant stand in the middle of that circle. I mean, otherwise, I mean, otherwise, how do you how do you make it fair?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, I feel like you couldn't even have bridesmaids and groomsmen up there at that point. It's like. The four nah, is enough. There's
1: enough people up there. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a party.
0: Enough people up there getting married.
2: Party on the altar.
0: <laughs> so we talked I about... I will say,
1: I think it, it's, it's not legal yet. Uh, you never know. I mean, times are changing. Yeah, we are. We are
0: expanding. Quickly, so. We are going down that, that theory of evolution. And,
1: I'm not sure if it is, if it might be legal anywhere in the United States. or If Canada does it, the U.S. is probably 10 to 20 years behind. That. Mm. That's generally how it goes.
2: We'll have to come back. We'll have to see if your prediction is correct, like yeah. the Super Bowl.
1: Absol-
0: there we go. See, I told you she's, she's an avid <laughs> listener. listener. Yes, she does. Yeah. Yes, she yes, does. Uh, so about we talked about my ideas of how I am somewhat... Uh, reclusive, and I'm not very much into the idea of marriage. I'm not against it wholly. I'm not like I'm never getting married. No, I'm 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 just I I find it hard to believe that I will just because of of how I kind of see it. Both of you, do you guys find yourselves fully either aiming to look for marriage? Because I know a lot of people that, that you know you go to high school with them. You I, everybody knows people like this where they go to high school and. It seems like from the outside, from everything it looks like, that a lot of people want to settle down into that stereotypical role of find somebody in high school, find the quote unquote love of their life, get married, settle down, have kids, and fulfill the the stereotypical power family dynamic of man does job, woman stays home. I I have like three of those friends from high school who fulfill that. Is that something that interests you two? uh, Julia, let's start with you.
2: I see there definitely is that societal pressure. It's like, oh, I'm leaving college. Like what's next? Either settle down or do something great. Right. Um, I personally know myself. I'm an extrovert. I love to be around other people. Um, and you know, I'm in love with the concept of love. Uh, I would love to find my person, my life partner. Um, I, but I don't, Definitely wouldn't want to rush into that. Definitely, <laughs> divorce is very scary. In fact, um, if you have divorce in your family, either your parents or your grandparents, you are more likely to get divorced, which is unfortunate. Um, but I, I would like to think that I could see myself getting married in the future. If not, then you know what? I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be like share. I'm gonna be like share. We're gonna be. <laughs> I am the rich man. Uh, hold,
0: one mo- one moment, David. So Julia, that just to make sure, make it clear, <laughs> if you were to get married. Mm -hmm. is it and would you one would you think that you would ever be able to be divorced and be happy or two if you were to get divorced could you ever remarry or was it like one and done or I married first for love and then I married the first time for love and then the second. I like
2: to joke that there's no way out it's like (laughs) till death do us part but um I like to think there's always hope there's always hope um I think sometimes you know you enjoy each other and then Life happens. Life goes on. You change as a person. They change as a person. And um, sometimes there's nothing you can do about it.
0: All right, Hoff- Hoffman.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I really agree with Julia on most accounts. I I, no, I graduated college what like almost little, almost two years ago. I could see you being a polygamist, po- David. Second, oh. second college. I, I I have a policy, Phil. I never say never. I really doubt it. But I never say never. You never know what you're gonna, who you're gonna meet, or who, who, you who never you're say gonna meet no. And, who
0: and you already
1: will... has a partner, or <laughs> right? I don't know. I, yeah, I'll try anything once, right? Um, no, I. Uh, when wow. you I definitely want to get married. I've always wanted to get married. I've always wanted kids. I, I do. I, you know, I, I, I have a, this statistic looming over, and it's also about divorce. Is that ninety. 90 percent of relationships that start before 30 don't have don't last forever right they they end at some point um and obviously the older the older you get the better your stats get so um i i I, I, i'm not i'm not i'm not rushing into anything but i i would like to you know i mean ideally i would like to meet somebody in the next few years and yeah i I would see myself getting married and and yeah i want i want a house and kids call me crazy do it
0: call you yes i there are many things i can call you but crazy i don't think is one of them all right well thank you so much for uh copping along julia we got to have you back sometime thank you so much and then yes, we'll we'll t- yeah we'll talk about the 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 drama side of your life or something else something else we will something. yeah we will find a different way but but for now let us uh break here and we'll bring you back in a little bit for for a game sound good
2: I look forward to it.
0: All right, here we go. Let's sit. Let's just warm up by the campfire here.
1: All right, we've shifted things around a little bit, and we are streamlining this podcast and mixing things up. So this week we are we are with we are doing fun factoid, and next week. We will uh, we will be doing some other kind of mini yeah. segment. And so then, fun factoid may do a little a revisit some somewhere down the line.
0: Absolutely. I think if we're if we're gonna be uh, for those of you who have been faithful listeners, continuing to listen each and every week, uh, we are going to remove uh, just that, including all of the mini segments, and instead we'll just do a rotation of them. So if you have a favorite segment, yeah. and that we miss one week, keep in mind, keep in keep the faith. We will bring it back. Uh, just further on down the line, if not this week, maybe the next one or whatever, and we will keep it in rotation. So no need to worry if we don't get to your fun uh, to your mini segment this week, which is fun factoid, or if uh, whatever, we will get back to it in a later uh, episode down the line of the month. Uh, David, what is your fun factoid of the week?
1: This fun factoid is very very fun indeed, and it's God. I mean, some people who don't like movies have got to be getting sick of all the Oscar, all the Oscar talk that we do on here. But I'm excited, and uh, Phil is too, I know that, and many people, especially around L.A. and the movie business are very excited. So this year, 70 women have received 76 nominations at the 93rd Oscars, and that is by far and away more than any other year in history.
0: Wow, way to go. All right, for my fun fact, 70 women. Yeah, 70. That's very nice. Uh, For my fun factoid of the week, I centered it around wedding themes and love and romance and all that jazz. In 2017, scientists began a global search to find a mate for Jeremy, a rare left-coiled snail. Since his shell coiled in the opposite direction of most uh, snails, his organs couldn't align with others. So two contenders were found, but they mated with each other instead of Jeremy.
1: All right, once more into, I don't know, where are we going, Phil? Well, we're going this directly is, uh, into
0: the tent here, buddy. We're going to once, snuggle once up in, more, and get, uh, get once awards ready. Once
1: more into ready. the past. Yes, oh yes. Into the past, we're traveling back one week to our, our main topic last week where we, we hosted our very first, our pr- premier... How Wow well Prestige Awards. If you tuned in last week, we're we're happy to have you back, and I'm sure you're eagerly eagerly awaiting the results of the the polls that the, the, the awards that were unpresented last week. And yes. we start out. There were a majority
0: like, of them because the only the only award that was given out yeah. was Dragon Tales, which won for best series for the younger audience. First nomination, first yeah. win, way to go.
1: Which I conceded to you and you had no grace to concede one back to me. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> All right, so our first category that 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 had no winner last week was best meme material. Philip, you nominated. I nominated Arthur. Yeah, and we had uh, we had some a funny meme posted on our story, and we allowed you guys to vote Arthur against my nomination, Tom and Jerry. And it was so close. It came down to. Uh, to one vote wow one vote yeah and i felt betrayed by a lot of my friends who who <laughs> i thought um who i thought had the similar upbringing to me but man broke my heart um arthur is yeah, the winner. yeah way to go buddy uh, 17 Woo! votes to 16 52 percent of the vote well done arthur i'm, I'm heartbroken but life goes on our next category
0: was Best Character in a Leading Role. We had a three-person a race for this prestigious award. It was Mrs. Frizzle, or excuse me, Miss Frizzle, Bugs Bunny, and Kim Possible. Uh, Hoffman, who won?
1: So we had um, we had votes for all three characters. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, only three for Miss Frizzle. Ugh. Um one of which was was your 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 host your lovely host Philip Palada we had one uh, two three for kim possible and then eight for bugs bunny so bugs bunny is your winner for best character in a leading role
0: yeah i I'm, I'm not too upset i i do still believe miss frizzle but i can understand how bugs bunny won that award we move on to best character in a supporting role uh, the nominees were Daffy Duck and
1: Plankton. Uh, Hoffman, who won? Yeah, this one was another another really, really close back and race, forth. and it yeah. it it went back and forth like number of times. And again, my own cousin, whom I watched these cartoons with when I was growing up, <laughs> broke my heart and voted for Plankton. And Plankton was the winner by two yes. votes, nineteen to seventeen. He got fifty three percent to forty seven percent plankton is your best character in a supporting role and this is the one i'm most mad about you know why because (laughs) phil tell them who you voted for i voted
0: for daffy duck even though i nominated (laughs) plankton i voted for daffy duck and here's why is because you're you're absolutely right i did not concede a an award to you i i wasn't gracious in in co-hosting and doing the same unto one host as I would have done unto me. So I I felt in in the spirit of competition, the closest category I felt that that could have gone either way was this particular category with Daffy Duck. Uh, I think having a marginal a marginal lead in it. So I I voted for Daffy Duck. To be fair, it was my form of concession, but it still didn't matter because the people were right,
1: yeah. baby the the people the people were wrong, um, but the people have spoken yes and uh yeah, plankton uh, is the winner.
0: we move on to our second to last one here best theme song in a series we had a uh, two-person race for this one as well scooby-Doo the scooby- dooby- doo where are you and then magic school bus Nick and on the sideways. they are going do the and then uh, who who won here? yeah Hardly.
1: and let me tell you. Oh my goodness, this one was not even close at all. We had twenty (sighs) four votes for Scooby Doo and five for Magic School Bus. The like hey, Phil, the people spoke. The people No, the people punished me is what the people did.
0: The people punished me. (laughs) The people went out of their way to just go against what I said. Now, I, I had this point brought up to me and forgive me if you said this, David. I'm not quite sure where it came up for. But Scooby Doo is quite possibly much more memorable. You talk to anybody and they're like, oh Scooby Doo. But I can and much more than Magic School Bus. I think some people might have forgotten, like, uh what's, oh yeah, that's how it goes. But Magic School Bus, once you hear it, it is undeniably good. Undeniably... from start to f- it's good start yeah. to finish. But
1: but it's I'm I, I, I agree I do really agree with the people. I think Scooby Doo uh, hands down was was the winner there and um finally yeah and it was reflected in the voting yeah and yeah let's just move on let's
0: move on because i'm gonna get frustrated and blow a blow a blood vessel best franchise uh came down to two two franchisees uh in this particular case uh we go to scooby-doo and sesame street And I have, this is probably the one that I heard the most feedback on. A lot of people having problem saying, Sesame Street isn't a cartoon. Sesame Street doesn't deserve to be in here. You know
1: what? You know what? I I, I made my peace with that. You know what did bother me, though? Hmm. Is that technically Sesame Street is not a franchise. Sesame Street is a a part of the greater Muppet show.
2: Hmm.
0: Isn't it? no no it's not just no no because uh sesame street is completely
1: uh completely separate all right well Either uh way. regardless um scooby-doo did win 20 votes to 10 it was a little closer than than the theme song but uh, pretty comprehensive victory uh 20 votes to 10 67 percent of the vote well done scooby-doo the greatest franchise i'm betrayed ever i'm friggin' betrayed <laughs> All right, for this week's game, I got to pick the format. And this week, I I, I I decided to be a little creative. This This week, we're playing a matching game. Yes. So I'm going to give uh, Philip uh, a prompt. And there will be five prompts and five options. And he has to match the prompt to one of the five options. Yes. Yeah, so... And if he gets one correct, that, that option will disappear. And there will be four left and then three left and so on.
0: So just to be abundantly clear, we have five prompts and then once you use it, there is no going back. At the at the end of your five prompts, you can't mix and match and then rearrange them, correct? You just you have to you once you once you marry yourself, quote unquote, you know, with the pun and everything of of today. Once you put so, yourself with that, you cannot go back and readjust, correct?
1: No, I if you get it wrong then that, that option remains and it kind of makes it harder.
0: It does, it really so, does.
1: So if you get it right, that, that option disappears and you make it easier. It'll be four prompts left and, and four options left. Uh, but if you if you get it wrong, then you still got five options left and and you just have to you just have to do your best.
0: All right. Sounds good. Does that make sense? It does. I think I All might right. need a little help though with this prompt. It's it's a bit much. Okay. Uh, All right.
1: Um, it should make sense one, once we get started, and we have the great joy of welp- welcoming back uh, Julia, who's with us for our main topic. Julia, are you ready to to participate with us? Oh, I'm ready.
0: All right, Julia. Here yeah, we go. So, it's it's me versus you. All right. So if you if you do better than me, you're going to cause me to lose yet another week. But no pressure, okay?
1: Right. So even if oh, Phil goodness. gets four <laughs> out of five, if Julia beats him, then 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 Phil is a big fat loser.
0: Yes, and you have a tiebreaker just in uh, case, right. correct, David?
1: Okay. Um, I do. Fantastic. All right, so question, so my, uh, my topic is Oscar-themed, and we are looking at old, very old, best picture winners. Ooh. I'm going to name the movie, and then you have five years, and you tell me which year it was awarded the, the Academy Award for best picture.
0: Okay, so yes, uh, yeah, so you're going to be giving us the years all in advance, and then you'll be giving us the movies one by one, correct?
1: Correct. All right. So you have the years that are available to you 1963, 1966, 1960, 1958,
2: and 1951. God, they're a lot
1: of order. Yeah. Sixty.
0: Okay, so just to be clear, abundantly okay. clear, 63, 66, 60, 58, and 51. Do I have them all, David?
2: Oh, wow. Good memory. Yes.
0: I, I wrote them down, Julia. There is no way in oh, heck boo. that I... There is no... Yeah. Boo!
2: He's going to win.
0: <laughs> uh, I've I played too many of these dang things to lose that I, I didn't oh, goodness, come un, underprepared. All right. All right. Hit me with the first one. I'm ready for some freaking Yankee doodle or something back in the day.
1: Your first one is, "The Sound of Music." Ooh, who goes I'll, first? I'll give you the years again, and this time I'll do it in order. Um, it's nineteen fifty-one, nineteen fifty-eight, nineteen sixty, 1960, nineteen sixty-three, and nineteen sixty-six. "The Sound of Music." Who do you want answering first, David? Um,
0: let's let's give it to Julia. All right, Julia, go ahead and pick oh, your God, first no. year.
2: Uh, I'm truly clueless. <laughs> so let's uh let's say 58 was that, that was an option right yeah that
0: was an option you i only
2: said it like three times so i'm gonna go
0: with 60 that's gonna
1: be my 60 you are both wrong oh good good fantastic uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and the correct year remains an option for the rest of for the rest of these
0: fantastic so okay. we know we got this one wrong your, and we have another one wrong in the future
1: prompt yourself. uh not necessarily because you all have still have all five options so all about Eve. All about Eve.
0: Oh, what the heck! Oh, uh, I guess that goes to you me need first. The years again? No, I'm I'm good. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go with. Hmm. I'm gonna go with sixty-three. Sixty-three.
2: I and don't even Julia? know what that film is.
0: <laughs> I, I've never heard of it. It sounds like Chasing I'm Amy or I'm something.
2: Fifty-eight again. We're gonna stick with it. Not because it's the
1: only one know. <laughs> it's a strategy. It is a strategy. <laughs> one uh, of them has to be right. <laughs> you, you are both wrong again. Woo! Okay. Unfortunately. I'm sorry. Welcome to the club, I Julia. this would be easier. All right. Your, oh, your next prompt is Lawrence of Arabia.
0: Oh. Oh. Um, wow. Okay, Julia. Dibs on 66.
2: 66.
0: I was going to say 66, too. So we're both, we're <laughs> both there. We're both on 66.
1: Okay, and you're both wrong. (laughs) Oh.
0: (laughs) Never mind. Never mind then, Julia. Jeez Louise, this is painful. Oh, no. This is just absolutely... It is is
1: painful. Oh, my God. I'm not enjoying this at all. Um,
0: all Don't worry. We are.
2: That one was probably 58. The bridge.
1: The bridge on the River Kwai. Oh.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: I go first. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with 63, 63.
2: I'm going right. to say 51.
1: And you're both wrong.
0: She's the waste.
2: See what I,
1: I, I would like to. <laughs> okay. So Julia. You have to get this.
0: <laughs> Julia. do You have no get this don't. next one right.
1: <laughs> no, I don't.
0: Julia, do you okay. see, I, I'd like to pr- bring in Julia here. Your quest, your games compared to mine have been completely shifted. And I think that this proves it. This proves it more than anything I, else. You're yeah. right. You're yeah. right about this week. I
1: didn't realize yeah, it was going to be so ridiculous.
0: Yes, absolutely. All right, fantastic. All right, if we don't get this, then David has a tiebreaker. But I'm I'm sure that we're going to nail this one. All right, continue oh.
2: on. <laughs> he said I have to get it. Which All right, I your last is.
1: one is
0: Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur. Julia, which year are you going
2: 58. <laughs> we're going with 58.
0: Oh... I think I, I think I honestly think I'd stand a better chance in the tiebreaker. I, I'm tempted to say 58 as well, but you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with 63. It's been one of my favorite ones. I'm gonna stick with 63. Uh,
1: the correct answer was 1960. Oh my God! So okay, bring us to the that tiebreaker round. All five room. movies. <laughs> that is all five movies. Um, I'm gonna give you guys the correct answers. Lawrence of Arabia, 1963. Sound yeah. of Music, 1966. Oh, Ben-Hur, wow. 1960. The Bridge on the River Kwai, 1958. And All About Eve was the earliest, 1951. I think, I, I guess I should have known.
0: It. All, all right. Musicals, never mind. Never mind, I wouldn't have known. Anyways, all right, our tiebreaker,
1: David. Okay, guys, the tiebreaker is, I'm going to name nominations, all the Best Picture nominations from a certain year. And whoever can name the year or gets closest to it will win does okay. that sound sound, uh, sound yes. fair?
0: yes I don't have oh, any man. faith whatsoever okay. in myself but here we go <laughs> I cannot wait for a 1976 year let's go
1: yikes okay so the, the, the nominations for best picture in this year were The Sixth Sense The Insider The Green Mile The Cider House Rules and American Beauty Okay, <sighs> I
0: feel pretty good about this one. Who goes first, David?
1: Uh, I'm gonna give it to you first, Phil.
0: Okay, this is this is a year. This is Michael Kine in his prime. I've been the side of house rules. Full that, I think it's called a bay. Oh man, I think that that's like a nineteen. 19- I'm going to go 1999. Julia, Julia goes to you.
2: For the same film?
0: Sa- uh, yeah, so all these were Why in are the, you the yeah, pick. same Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, in the same year?
0: Yeah, all these were done in the same year.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, so my Instinct those are all the nominations for American Beauty. Beauty for my Instinct for American Beauty is uh I want to say 91. I know it's 90s. Oh, you could be right.
0: What's your guess, Julia? Yeah, what's your guess? Oh, I'm sorry.
2: 91. 91. Oh, my... okay.
0: <laughs> I was like, is she looking it up? I think that's no! blatantly illegal. Oh,
2: my goodness.
1: <laughs> it was 2000.
2: Yeah, baby! 2000. Boo! Woo! Boo! Which, actually,
1: that was the year the the ceremony happened, so so the movies all came out in 99. In 99, so, Phil, yeah. I was on, spot on. fan freaking fantastic
0: on Yeah, once we get beyond Lawrence of Arabia, and, I can... And- I can flex a little bit.
1: For for, <laughs> Phil has has real stakes here. So so, so yeah. uh, so. I needed I that way more I than you did, I promise, I didn't throw it. Yeah. I promise. All right, we swap. We swap I'm, over. I'm so I'm. I'm glad that happened because I, I I will fully acknowledge to our listeners that my test, my little quiz there was way. Too hard. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm
0: really w- willing and able to forgive you for that one. If this comes down to a tiebreaker and I lose by like three, three wrong answers, I'm gonna come directly back to this freaking game and say I, I mm. declare a mulligan. Anyways, anyways. All right, I we flip it over and swap and exchange it to my version of this game. Uh, I also am doing the matching game where I've got five answers. Excuse me, five answers. And uh, as we go along, I have five prompts. Now I hope that you guys both have a pen and paper as well, or some writing device to with which to list out these answers. They're all in dollar amounts, so it shouldn't be too hard.
1: Okay. We've got,
2: okay.
0: and mine are in order. Uh, we've got 500 dollars, seven hundred and eighty dollars, one thousand six hundred and ten dollars three thousand seven hundred and twenty six dollars and four thousand four hundred and sixty-six. so we've got five answers here five hundred seven eighty sixteen ten
1: so can you can you say those last two again
0: I'm right on it three thirty seven twenty six and four thousand four hundred and sixty six we all good? Everybody have them all written I'm down? Sorry
1: listeners, I am I'm am on a different continent, so sometimes the the audio breaks up.
0: That's yeah, all right. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Here we go. And this is themed with our podcast. What is the average price of a DJ for a wedding in the in the US, in the US, David, you are gonna have to play by US rules here. Out of the list of prices, yeah. what is the average price of a DJ for a wedding? Julia, you went first for, my, for the game that we played, so I'm going to put you first here as well. Average price oh. of a DJ for a wedding.
2: Ugh, it really matters how long your reception is. I'm gonna go, see my first instinct is 500, but I think I'm gonna go 780.
1: Okay, we go over to you, Hoffman. I, you know, I was, I was between the middle three, I guess. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hit middle, sixteen ten. Sixteen ten is where you're going. All right. Uh, Next. Say correct. No, no.
0: uh, We move on. Oh, I guess I do have to tell you, huh? Yeah, that's how it went. Uh, Julia hit it right on the nose, right on the money. Seven eighty. She is correct. 780 oh. is there so David you have one wrong upcoming thank you, here thank you. Uh, moving on to the next one average price for a honeymoon average price for a honeymoon oh. David we go to you first
1: uh, I'm gonna go uh, see flights and then but then again like not not everyone goes to freaking Hawaii you know some people mm. go to to you know a trailer park staycations no. oh jeez a trailer park go to park. Tulsa Come on. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> i mean hey some people like that um i'm i'm just going to go 3726 okay and julia we go to you
2: uh, we're probably not able to pick the same one
0: huh uh you can there's nothing prohibiting it i did, you and me did the same one multiple multiple times
1: <laughs>
0: yeah average gonna, price ooh. for a honeymoon Anymore. Again, the listing prices some are five hundred. Some people
2: really splurge, and some people just, you know, sp- spend it all on the wedding, and then don't leave themselves anything. So
0: Absolutely.
2: You know, I want to side with him. I want to say thirty-seven twenty-six.
0: Thirty-seven twenty-six for both of you, and you both are wrong. Ah. Uh, we move on to the average price for a ring, or rings actually. In this case, it's rings. So for both the man and woman, or actually, I shouldn't say that for the couples rings it's usually this amount uh, we move back to Julia Julia what is the average price of for both r- rings, for both rings? Uh, again the listing oh. prices are 500, yeah, $780, <laughs> 1610 3726 or 4466 dollars
2: oh okay so easily the 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 wife's ring could be you know so much more expensive i, I think you know, the engagement versus wedding bands. Oh, I kind of want to go 37.26 again. God, I'm really sticking to the same numbers. Right. Huh?
1: She's going back to the wealth,
2: 37.26. Yeah.
1: I am going, I'm, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go 16.10. And with that, David
0: is on the board here. 16.10 <laughs> yes. is the correct answer for the average price for rings. Good on
2: you. Good. We
0: move on to the average price for an open bar. For hundred and twenty-six people, which is the average number of participants most most uh, weddings have these days. Wow! So, average price for an open bar. We go to you, David. You start us out here. What is the average price?
1: Oh, um, let's see, hundred twenty-six people. It's gotta be. It's gotta be thirty-seven twenty-six.
0: He's sticking to it. He he wants it. He wants it there. Julia, where are you going?
2: Man. Okay, so I'm guessing the honeymoon was 4466. We've done everything. It's not 500. Look yeah, 37.20. It's gotta be it. All right. <laughs> it's be.
0: That you both nailed it. It is absolutely right there. 37.26, very expensive for an open bar. but hey, yeah. it makes it just that much better. Last one, but certainly, certainly not least, average price for a wedding cake. Uh, we go to you, Julia. What is the average price for a wedding cake?
2: Oh, maybe $500.
0: She's going to put it down for
1: $500, David. Look, I mean, with the options that are left, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of impossible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's it's got to be $500. It's gotta it has got to be 500 and
0: it is $500. Uh, wow. Uh, yes, I think going in the future, we should just go buy it and not have you uh, guys know which ones are correct, because then we get to this last right. one. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was... But, uh, uh, you both go to it, and you both tie, and you both have three correct ones. We go to our, uh, we go to our tiebreaker mm. right here. I want both of you. You guys are going to be playing the Price Is Right version of this. I'm going to be okay. asking you what is the average price of a wedding dress, and again, oh, closest no. without going over. And uh, and you know what. David since you since you caught up to Julia <laughs> I'm going to have you go first you'll be setting the mark here
1: Oh man you know I feel like there's I mean I don't know this but I feel like there's a much bigger chance that Julia has been wedding dress shopping and I have definitely not Um okay <laughs> maybe a goodwill <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily for yourself but
2: Oh okay
1: yeah,
0: for for um, theater maybe. For uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm gonna say the average price for a wedding dress. Remember, closest is... without
0: going over, for what that's worth.
1: Yeah. Right. It's yeah. And that's them what out. I'm afraid of. Fourteen fifty.
0: Fourteen fifty. All right, Julie, you've got a couple options here with him setting oh, it there. You got a couple options. Where do you want to go? Fourteen fifty is said by David.
2: That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good sitting place.
0: Yeah, and right Julia, there. I want you to win this. If
1: if nothing else, I need to catch See, up. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was thinking, I could easily Why have been like fourteen fifty when it's actually like ten thousand or something. Right. Right.
2: Well, you think everyone just has ten thousand dollars? Um, my mom, fun fact, thrifted her dress for two hundred dollars. She found she went to one of those sales. Wow, uh, I don't wow. know if it was a resale. Yeah, two hundred dollars. So,
0: way to go, Mary. You
2: know what? Let's lowball. Let's say uh let's say 500. Why not? Let's <laughs> Can't go over, right?
0: Right. So I will give you the uh the forecast here. Neither one of you went over.
2: Okay, well then. Which yeah.
0: means that David, you did in fact win. It the average mm. price is 1631. For uh, a wedding dress, I'm sure a couple of those Goodwill dresses helped to bring the price down yeah. from those yeah. 10,000 yeah, yeah, 10, yeah. New York style dresses that uh, <laughs> I, I have a couple of friends who who uh, have gotten married and yeah, the, s- spent their entire load on, on
1: it. Them. Yeah, People, people who spend 10,000 on a dress and then have to honeymoon at the trailer park. Exactly. It just
2: becomes a napkin after that. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: All right, Julia, you uh, have made your debut on here on the power wow podcast and you are over two how poetic but we thank you for coming on here i'm glad that you didn't you didn't stand in my way of, of winning i uh, i wish that you could have you you were you came close you had two options you could have gone uh 1451 against david or you or you could have lowballed it it was it was a 50-50 shot but we thank you so much for joining us on the podcast we'll see you sometime in the future all right
2: thanks guys keep on keeping on
0: all right later julia Thank you so much, Jake, for that uh, vibing and bootylicious, booty-thumping That Slaps. We love it. It is one of our favorite segments in the show. If nothing else, because of that little riff you got going, bless you. Of course, this is the segment called That Slaps. It's where we give to you, the listening audience, our favorite form of entertainment of the week. I like to theme mine up. David, he's really more so about whatever's... He's more true to the form of what, of what it stands for, of just whatever entertains him that week, which is which is conceivable. I'm unable to be themed. Anyways, go ahead, Hoffman. What is your that slaps of this week? It can be a movie. It can be a TV show. Just yeah. some form of entertainment. I,
1: I, I, I would like a. So I'm in the process of watching all, all, every single nomination for, for, oh, yes. for an Oscar, yeah. whether it's nominated for for best picture or for best editing or best makeup and Hair, everything. Um, and I honorable mention goes out to uh A Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. I had a good laugh there, but it's not my that slaps. I just wanted to mention it because it's fun. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Last week, I gave you guys Dreams by a couple friends of mine, a song called Dreams, and it got me thinking, and I listened to it again this week. Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, I think, is one of the greatest songs ever written, in my opinion. It's just an opinion. Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. I love that song. To death, it slaps Philip. Yeah, uh, since we
0: are wedding-themed for this entire episode, I kind of went with one that uh, I would want played at my wedding that I think fits in, inside of a wedding. And it's very sweet, very tender. I actually love this song. It's been on repeat for me all week. Uh, of course, it's a cover of it, but I love this cover. Uh, that song is called Time After Time, and it's by Sam Smith. I'm not oh. – yeah, I'm not usually – Oh, a, no. Well – <laughs> no listen to it he's not doing the full thing his voice has character in it You, it's undeniable character in it I think his sultry tones work on this because it's not his normal uh, content it's actually it's somebody else's and the mm. character of his voice shines through in this ballad and it's very I like the options that he makes uh, that, uh, and that subvert what you normally associate with this song uh, Time After Time by Sam Smith go check it out and By the way, are we I I guess I I can edit this out if if we don't. But do we have the the playlist up yet? No.
1: Yeah, so well right now, no. But But by the time time this comes out, the playlist will be available. So so listeners, the playlist is available and I will figure out some way to share it on our Instagram and our Twitter. Uh, because obviously it'll be on my personal spotify so i have to create the 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 playlist on my personal spotify but it will be there there will be a that slaps playlist if you ever want to follow it and give it a listen on spotify again
0: there will be no concurring theme within the playlist just enjoy the randomness of it
1: (laughs) yeah it'll just yeah it'll be it'll be wacky That is the end of
0: our show. Thank you so much for joining us in the woods. We really appreciate it. Uh, Shout out to Tara uh, Amstutz for her wonderful graphic design all surrounding the entire show. Uh, We love it, and we try to incorporate it everywhere we can, everywhere possible.
1: And to Cass and Crossland for that intro and outro music, and to Jake Corlang... For the baseline thank you guys
0: make sure to listen to us on any platform that you can listen to your regularly scheduled uh, podcasts we come out with new episodes each and every wednesday 12 p.m mountain standard time And, uh, of course, everywhere that you want to listen to us, we are there. We have a couple of backlogged episodes. Make sure you listen back into the archives now that we have a couple episodes in the bank. They're all fun. They're all great. And you can listen to a couple more uh, fireplace stuff and grab a a marshmallow or two while you're at it.
1: Here in the Alaskan wilderness, we have grizzly bears, black bears, brown bears, gummy bears, and chalk bears.